Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I am so happy to have you here. We'll be here for as long as it takes, and I've got a great show planned for you today. PlayUp.com, PlayUp Sportsbook, is your one-stop shop for all your sports betting needs. Head on over to PlayUp.com and find out why. PlayUp is always your best bet. And speaking of best bets, Cash with Flash Best Bets is coming off a 3-0 NFL day. We're on a 46-16-1 NFL run. And we're 56-32-3 for the NFL season. Head on over to cashwithflash.com. Get your picks for all the major USA sports. Scott Fiedler's here to end the week. What's happening, dude? Nothing, man. I want to know when my name gets on the show for Fridays. My goodness. Get no play. What do you mean you get no play? Are you kidding? It's the Phil Nason show. I know. I- I'm sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah. And we... then, and then... I tell you what, we're on a crazy run in college basketball, and we switched the show to football today. I know, huh? <laughs> and that's okay, because this is a weird time for college hoops. I mean, we would do okay anyway, but we it's a weird light- time with all these tournaments. We were lighting it up again, man. I hear you, huh? But, well, that's okay, because we're going to light it up with the football picks we're going to do today. How was your Thanksgiving? Very nice. Always, always great spending time with family. Yes, and I, I'm very sorry that I missed out yesterday. Yes, yeah, so so were we. Because I was headed that way. We know you were, man. We I was you. ready for that action. I had. What's you that? missed. You missed some good food, so we missed you, but you missed a lot of good food. Brother. I'm sure I did. I had some good stuff here, but I was working. I'm under the weather a little bit, but it's all very good. And a three and zero NFL day for my customers and. Anyone who listened to the two shows that we did back-to-back on Wednesday, cast with Flash, cast with the Wolf Line, cast with John Murgis, everything was really good. Last week with uh, basketball again? Come on. We crushed basketball. Even money line picks, everything. Five and two. And that Iona team is for real. Told you. You look at the schedule. That was what it was. I'm telling you. Rick Pitino... I think I think it's going to open a lot of eyes that mm. maybe bring in these guys, these retreads, if you will. I'm going to give you this. Iona was good before Rick Pitino. So, uh, you know, I don't know if that is a glowing example of that. I mean, there have been successes that way. And, yes, Rick Pitino is a very good coach. But, um, you know, people forget Iona. You know, J- Jim Valvano got his start at Iona. Right. With a player by the name of Jeff Ruland. That's right. They won a hell of a lot of games there. Jeff Ruland actually wound up coaching there for a little while. Right. And won a hell of a lot of games and went to the tournament a bunch of times. Um, after Jeff, a guy by the name of Tim Kloos 
was there, and they went to the tournament about four years in a row. So it's not a program that's, you know, um, it's been a doormat, and then you bring in Rick Pitino, and all of a sudden it's, you know, uh, um, a top, pro, you know, a top program in its level. Uh, it's it's always been there. It's always so, been there. Scotty knows. If if anybody doesn't know, it's Scott. He knows for sure. That's a great job. I always. It's funny. I I almost went on Jeff Ruland's staff, and boy, I probably should have. That was a mistake I should have made years ago. But that's okay. Whatever. We all have coaching regrets. Jobs we didn't take. Yep. Well, you never know. That's the problem with coaching. It's a whole. You know, you got to get on the right coattails and uh, go the right way. Yeah, that's kind of and, 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 and then you're on your own merits, you know, once you get there. Right. But uh, you got to be on the right coattails to get there. And it's uh, it's an interesting, you know, there's there's a lot of very good assistants out there. You there know, are. Just don't get their uh, opportunity because they weren't with the right people. Lifetime assistants, really good guys. Mm-hmm. You know who was one of those guys was Tim Gergerich. He was yep. an assistant for 100 Timmy, years. Yeah, but Timmy wasn't. A head, he, he never wanted to be a head coach. That's the and and when he did, you saw what happened. He oh yeah, I remember when he got hired he by UNLV. Yeah, he couldn't handle the stress of the job. I, I saw him one night at Palace Station. He was drinking a Coke, nothing in it, and just staring at the TV. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's how it happens sometimes. But college football, yes, the, the big game, one. the game, Ohio State, the Buckeyes. Yeah. Take on the Michigan Wolverines in the big house in Ann Arbor. Michigan is a seven and a half point home underdog. The spread is 64 and a half points. I'm looking forward to this game so much because, you know, Michigan has been on one of those uh, unbelievable bad streaks against Ohio State. Uh, Yeah, Jim Harbaugh can tell you he hasn't beat him yet. He has not, and, you know, they have some issues injury-wise. Blake Corum, he has some type of lower body injury. And, of course, they lost Ronnie Bell opening day. That wasn't good. But you're looking at two teams that are both 10-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Um, The rub is is that Ohio State is 6-4-1 and one against the spread. Michigan is 9-2-0 and oh against the spread and 6-0-0 oh oh against the spread at home. Ohio State is 4-0 against the spread away. Uh, Ohio State's been a favorite in 11 of their games, and they've won 10 of those as a favorite. Michigan has only been an underdog one time this season, and they def- they won their game. It should be really interesting, to say the least. Who, what do you who, think? Were, they, who were they an underdog against? Just uh... I think they were an underdog opening day. If you, okay, if, that's what I thought. All right, I just wanted to make sure. I can find. Let me see. Right. That's that's okay. I just was curious. I mean, here's the rub to me. You got a good team. You're at home. There's been a lot of pressure. You haven't won it like this game in since you've been there. They've been killing them forever. I still think there's a lot of pressure on them. And and don't get me wrong. I think Ohio State's the better team. But I think this is going to be a hell of a ball game, and I'm taking seven and a half. You know what? That might be the play. You know the time they lost? They were a favorite. They lost to Rutgers, Michigan. Uh, they, they won the game but didn't cover. Right. They won the game but did not cover. They right. failed to cover. Uh, they were like 20-point favorites. 
I'm going to take them today. I just think uh, if Jim Harbaugh is ever going to win, this has got to be it. You know, uh, Stroud is really good, but he could make the big mistake as a young guy in this game. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm taking the points. I mean, I just think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I mean, you, you got people out there thinking Ohio State's going to blow them out. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think so either. Um, I'm a Michigan fan, have been my whole life. Yes. Spent the best six weeks of my college career there. Um, <laughs> 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 but anyway, and I don't harbor any ill will toward them at all. I mean, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, Michigan has been impressive almost every single week. And Ohio even State. even a loss to Michigan State, you know, they got that bad call when it come push come to shove. You know, they they come back out and you hear the, you know, that uh, that call could have changed their season. They could be the undefeated team right now. Well, they could be. Yeah. They, they I mean, it really be. didn't matter. It's not going to matter as far as uh, college playoffs and all of that for them, because quite honestly, uh, they, they sort of control their own destiny again by, you know, they win this game and, uh, you know, play big in the big 10 game. They, they, they win, you know, they go to the, they're, they're in, they're in, I mean, this is so, this game has national championship implications too. Absolutely, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they both control their own destiny now, and uh, you know it's a huge. Uh, this is a huge deal. You know, it is. It it really is. You know, we have two. Michigan has two quarterbacks, so there's there's kind of a controversy there in Ann Arbor because JJ uh, McCarthy mm-hmm. is the other one who came in when uh, two weeks ago when Cade McNamara got hurt. Or what mm-hmm. happened? Whatever happened to him? Mm-hmm. And he threw the ball nice. He's throwing the ball pretty well. Um, Dan Valari. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily like the controversy part. You know, that's not a, a good thing. Well, McNamara is the starter. He's playing really yeah. well this season. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I hate to do this, but I have to take Michigan as well. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the, a couple reasons really. One is the way they've played. Mm-hmm. You know, two. Ohio State doesn't always win big games. This is one of those times. This, this one they seem to, but uh... <laughs> well, this one they do. But this is probably the best Michigan team that Harbaugh's had. It's probably that, that, that's what I think, and that that's why you know I think if he's ever got a shot. I mean, I think this is the best team he's had, and I think this is the. You know, um, uh, probably one of the weaker, um, uh, you know, teams that he's played against, um, you know, t- um, Ohio State teams that uh, Harbaugh has played against. You oh, know, there's man. been some years where he didn't even have a chance to win this game. Right. You know, and let's, let's be honest with it. There, there were, you know, they could say all they want and it was this and it was close. It was that, you know, he had never had a chance. Well, he'd you know, better win this one. Talent-wise. He lost to Michigan State. That's that's the cardinal sin in uh, Wolverine country. That, that is a cardinal sin, and a cardinal sin is never beating Ohio State. I mean, listen, you know, it, it's kind of scary to think that if Jim Harbaugh loses this game, he could lose his job again, you know, and, and that's kind of how wacky college football is with these rivalries. It's crazy. I've got a couple other numbers to run at you real quick, though. Go for it. Wolverines are one in six against the spread versus a team with a winning record. 
Wolf, Michigan is one and five against the spread in their last six games. Is an underdog of three and a half to ten points. Wolverines are one and four against the spread in their last five games. Is an underdog. So historically, we got a lot going against us. Yeah. We have a lot going against us historically, but this is a pretty good Michigan team, and they're playing at home. It's going to be loud. If you think it's loud in the horseshoe. Wait till 103,000 vaccinated Michigan fans jump in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, you know, again, this is a, a, a more of a, I think Jim Harbaugh needs this one. Um, you know, as crazy as it sounds, I think Ohio State, no, I guess they have a loss, or I was going to say they could lose and still get in. But um, I guess not, you know, if it come, push comes to shove. I don't think a two-loss team has ever made the playoffs. I don't think so either. I think the winner of this game gets in. Well, the problem with them is the winner of this game still has to play the Big Ten Championship, correct? Right. I think whoever wins this game gets in because I think they win the championship. They should. They should, anyway. We'll have to wait and see who that is. Right. A wise man came on this show a couple times. His name is Fats. Mm-hmm. He was with Billy's old gang there. You know, those guys were pretty yep. good, Billy Walters. Sure. And he told us all, never take two and a half points or six and a half points and never lay three and a half or seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do it this time either. I'm going with Michigan. I think they're going to come through. They may not win this game, but I think this is going to be a close football game. I expect That's the way I look at it. I think it's going to be a nip and tuck game. It's going to come down to the wire last possession. It almost has and, to. You know, and and again, I think, uh, you know, if you're going to get the turnover, uh, the crazy turnover, I think it's going to happen from Ohio State, not Michigan this it, time. I think so, too. I think that Stroud, he's a nice quarterback. He's probably he's already thinking of the uh, NFL. Maybe he shouldn't. But and he's young. He is young. He's very young. But when you look at this game, there's no other real way to look at it. You've got two of the top 15 teams in points scored in the country. Michigan is seventh in points allowed per game in the country. Ohio State is 16th. I think what you could do is you could probably take Ohio State to win the first quarter because I think that you prob- they probably will. But they won't win. They won't cover the spread. Michigan has been tough all season. This is a different Michigan team. And while I don't think they're going to win the game, I do think they cover this spread. I, I I actually think they may win this game. Okay. That that's I'm going to take the points. I think it's just going to be a close game. But I I think they got a serious punches chance at winning this game as well. They they do. I think you might be right. I think you might be onto something. But our official play is plus seven and a half. Michigan. And and even at plus seven, I would take Michigan. I'll take the extra hook. Well, of course. We need the hook. We need the hook. Now, last week, Scott, I put up on my image for the show, for my Cash with Flash page, Mm -hmm. a stat that the Steelers were 30, 18 and 1 as underdogs, road underdogs, in the Mike Tomlin era. Mm -hmm. And they won and covered. Oh, yeah. They're four-point underdogs on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a big game for both teams. Mm-hmm. This this AFC Conference North battle, and that is what it is. You've got the Steelers in third place and Cincinnati's in second. 
45 point total. What do you like about this game? Well, you just said it. The Mike Tomlin factor. That's what it is. You know, how, Always for how, me. How, how much does that play into this game? You know, I mean, if I look at this game team-wise, uh, you know, right now Cincinnati's a better football team. Um, they're playing better football, but they're still the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> and for some reason, the Cincinnati Bengals don't ever win these type of games. And you're right about that. Shove. You're right. And, uh, you know, now I'm going to lay four points, too. I mean, the big. I guess the question in this game is: Is Roethlisberger playing? Is and he he's healthy? listed as questionable right he's now. He's listed as questionable. Um, you know, I, I mean, if he's playing, um, I'm taking the um, Steelers. If he's not, I would say you play the Bengals. I hate to say it that way. As good as Mike Tomlin is, I think uh, Mason Rudolph is just just an awful quarterback. Okay. You know who I'm more concerned about is T.J. Watt. If T.J. Uh, Watt is in this game and he has a hip injury, but you know what? If he's listed as questionable, like last week he was listed as out on mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now they've moved him to questionable. If it's one thing besides winning away underdog contests, Mike Tomlin's good at, is protecting his players. Mm-hmm. That's why they love him. I had people tell me, oh, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster made a mistake going back to – Pittsburgh, when he could have went to Kansas City, a better organization, and I said to the guy, no, he's not better off. Pittsburgh is a winning organization every year, and some of the teams that Mike Tomlin has taken to the playoffs have been, you know, have left a lot to be desired. Mm -hmm. I don't know about this Cincinnati team, man. There are times, like four weeks ago, they looked for real, like contender-type teams. Mm-hmm. But and they knocked off Vegas, and that's okay. But they got smoked by Cleveland at home. They got beaten by the Jets on the road. They killed Baltimore before that and killed Detroit. But they still make me nervous. Mm-hmm. Me too. That, but I love I love the LSU combo of Lamar Chase. And Joe Burrow, speaking of former Ohio State quarterbacks, he wasn't good enough to get on the field, Hmm. goes to LSU, becomes the Heisman winner, wins a national championship, and has an amazing rookie season, and he's throwing the ball nice this year. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he's not, I don't think he throws the ball nice enough to beat Pittsburgh. I just think it's a close game again. I think this is a field goal game, and you want to take the four points, don't you? Well, you would always take the four points. But my thing is, is this thir- now he's 31 18 and 1 as an as a an away underdog i think they can track him with a rudolph quarterback and he's not going to let him do anything silly mm-hmm. and i think i i like to think that they're a pretty good team I, I i know they don't score a lot of points but i don't think they're quite as good as a pittsburgh team as has been in the past that's my concern with them okay you know what shouting out at me is this total of 45 points? Mm-hmm. I, I have to think it's going to be under that. I, I would tend to think the same. That's the kind of the play, because you're dealing with two top 10 uh, or top 12 teams in points allowed. Mm-hmm. Although and, they just came off a, a 41-37 game of Pittsburgh. Right, they did. 
And, but it was a different kind of game, right? It was no question. It was a weird, very weird game. And those things do happen in the NFL, but one thing they are is consistent usually. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at the Pittsburgh games, and they held Detroit to 16 points. That's okay. They held Chicago to 27. They held, them, they held themselves to 16 points that day, too. They sure did, Detroit. didn't they? And that was, that was our boy Mason Rudolph, so that's what scares me there. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what, and I'm going to throw it out there right now, and I know you're a Detroit fan. How they can't fire Dan Campbell after yesterday's game is disgraceful. I mean, oh, I don't because, know what happened. You know, I mean, they, they, you know, they're not a good football team. He, you know, they're playing tough for him, all that. But he's lost them three football games now by just bad coaching, clock management stuff. Uh, I mean, yesterday was awful. Awful. Yes, yesterday was awful, and the game was awful. I mean, you, you don't call the timeout before the two-minute warning. Then you call two timeouts in a row. Out of the timeout, your defense isn't set, and you don't know the rule that that's a penalty. So now, not only do you lose the timeout, you give them five yards. Right. Then they get the first down, and game's over. Didn't happen that way. I had Detroit plus three. That's exactly the way it happens. What do you mean? I I, I gave out to my buddies Detroit on a money line. Yeah, I thought for sure they were winning that game until I watched the end and I said, "Geez, this Dan Campbell is horrific." He's he's not doing great. His clock management and coaching management there. I mean, he's take and he's trying to take on too much nonsense. He's calling plays. He's, I mean, let let the guys that coach be a coach for you. That's what your job is: is to delegate. If you don't learn how to delegate, you're going to be in big trouble. I don't know what to say about the Lions, but this is this is one of those things where I look at history and I look and I know that, you know, the they're pretty good. The Steelers are eight and one in the last nine nine games as an underdog of three and a half to ten points. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Pittsburgh. And I'm gonna I'm take I'm gonna the take four too. I'll take Pittsburgh in the four points, absolutely. You know what though? I'm gonna double up. And I'm going to call it under. I think it's going to be one of those 14 to 10 games with 14 points scored by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fair enough. That's what I think. That sounds good. And Scotty's in agreement, so we're good. Um, Here we go. Now, this is another one. This could go either way. This is a 1 o'clock game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are a three-point home dog. And the total is 53 points. And the Colts are 0-7 against the spread as a home underdog under three points in their last seven games as an underdog. They're 3-4 and four this season against the spread as underdogs, whereas Tampa Bay is 7-3 and three against the spread when they're the favorite. But they're 4-6, four 4-6-0 six, six against the spread. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Tampa Bay doesn't give a crap about the point spread. Or any of those things. All they care about is winning football games. But this Indianapolis team, Scotty, has Boy, done. Is this Jonathan Taylor something else, huh? Oh, he is. I, I made this is great because my season. I'm in one season long fantasy football league. Yep. And I drafted Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler. There you go. Look at that. I was on the end. I was. I had the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second, and I got them both. Bang bang, just like that. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. No, that turned out good. And Chase Edmonds, too. But he was, uh, and then I had the other kid from uh, the 49ers, Hilaire. Mm-hmm. And he got hurt. So he's sitting on my bench right now. 
But I, I'm very happy with my team, with Matthew Stafford as a quarterback. But this game, this is a Tom Brady special on the road against a very hot Indianapolis team, Scotty. Mm-hmm. What do you like about this game? I'm going to tell you, you're going you're gonna to think I'm crazy. You're going to take the Colts to cover. I am. I am. And I and I think that I, I think that Carson Wentz is going to have a big game. I think Frank Reich is a hell of an underrated coach. Right. I think everybody's been seeing what's going on. You know, oh, uh, Jonathan Taylor's going crazy. This and that. I think Todd Bowles is going to sell out and start blitzing and, and stop the run. And I think Carson Wentz is going to have a day. That could be. And, that could, and I, that could and be. I think uh, I, I'm playing the Colts. I know, again, history is going against me. There's a lot of things. It is Tom Brady. It is a lot of other factors in here. Uh, trust me, I knew Tom Brady was going to beat the Giants on, uh, you know, on Monday night. But, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the Tampa schedule, too. Okay? And look at their last five games. Right. Okay, I'm going to give you their last five. The Giants win at Washington average team loss at New Orleans average team loss versus Chicago lousy team win at Philly mediocre team they win but they didn't cover the seven points yes correct pull in their full schedule now and of course opening night against Dallas that's just a Brady special I don't think they covered either nope um there uh, Atlanta is an awful football team. Yep. They covered they play, 13 and they, a half. Yeah. They play at the Rams and, and lose, uh, at new England. They squeak by the, you know, big Brady game. But again, I don't think they covered that game. Nope. They didn't. Then they at home against Miami, bad team blowout. And I gave you the last five. So I'm going to say this, I, I, I'm on, I'm on the Colts and, and I think the Colts have a legit shot to win this game. That's a big call. I'm with you on the Colts, though. I'm not a Carson Wentz fan. I'm not a Carson Wentz fan at all, but he's not playing quite as bad as people think he is. No. And, and you know, he only has three t- interceptions on the season, and people make it like he's, you know, turn, he's like a turnover machine again, and, and he's not. And. You know, the the, the the indie defense is a little better than people give it credit for as well. You know, you're getting three points at home. Um, I, I mean, if you like the, the, the Tampa defense, you have to like the indie defense. I mean, they go into Buffalo. The only thing that scares me is they played a great game at Buffalo. And I hope they, you know, if it was a college team, I would say bet against them the next week. That's one of those, wow, what a great game. They put it all together, and the following week they just, you know, fall a little bit flat. And, you know, they may squeak out a win, but not really. You know, those type of games. Right. And, uh, you know, again, I think that's what happened to my 10-year-old team this year in the playoffs. We put it all together on a 36 to nothing win to start the playoffs, and we lose 18-14, playing a little flat the second week. With a minute left in the game, and give up a touchdown to right. lose it. So you know it's that type of game that would scare me. But this is the pros. You know, uh, Frank Reich is a is a very 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 good coach. I think he's a extremely underrated coach. 
And I, I think he'll have the boys ready to go. And I, and I think they get a home, uh, you know, not necessarily a win, but they will cover the four. You know, I don't know what Frank Wright does or Frank Reich does when he is in the locker room at halftime. But the Colts are first in scoring in the third quarter and first in points allowed in the third quarter. I'm telling you, he's just a better coach than people think. A lot better. I, I don't. I think he him. won. I think he won them the Super Bowl too in, in Philly when he was the offensive coordinator. That's that. That's entirely possible. I think that's entirely possible. The one thing that gives me pause is the fourth quarter scoring. This mm-hmm. is where the Tampa Bay locks down. On defense, they allow the third fewest points in the NFL in the fourth quarter. Indianapolis, this is where they kind of crumble like cookies because they're thirtieth in the league. They average almost allow almost ten points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but you have to look at game flow. Right, that's true too. You know, they gave up ten points, but they're when you're up big. You know, I mean, their last five, they're four and one. They blow out. Buffalo probably give up points in the fourth. They beat Jacksonville probably let up in the fourth. They beat the the Jets and I'm sure there were points scored. They lose in overtime to Tennessee, in which was a great game that game. And then they beat you know Frisco, and they were up big in that game if I remember. So, you know that then they've lost. Listen, two of their losses have been in overtime. They played well after an zero and three start, which people don't remember. Well, I'm afraid. All I'm afraid of is one of those Tom Brady comebacks. Absolutely, but I think four. I think they're gonna. I, I think if they lose, it's a it's a field goal. Uh, the line's now three points. Okay, well I'll still take my three. You know what? I'm gonna do by, this by I'm, by the hook, man. By the hook. I'm gonna do the same thing. I, I'm leaning toward Indy myself. You know, unless something's Drastic happens. Yep. That's a good play. Now, the total, uh, I'm going to leave the total alone. Yeah, I'm going to leave be, that one alone, too. <laughs> yeah, that could be the hard one, I think, huh? Because mm-hmm. yep, the only thing that scares me again is one of these Tom Brady comebacks things because, you know, mm-hmm. he hasn't no, had no to do much of it. There. No argument there. He's got weapons, too, but this Indianapolis defense. Is better than you think. Like it might I be said. for real. And, and they ball control. You know, listen, teams have gone on big drives against the Tampa Bay Bucks recently. Yep, exactly. And, and that a ten minute drive the, the the Washington goes in a ten minute drive to seal the game. The week you know, previous the two weeks ago to beat uh, Tampa Bay. I think it's going to boil down to. I think it's going to be a close game. And usually, if it's a close game, I like the home team, especially the way they're playing, especially getting points. Oh, my word. Three points. I would sit on this one and wait and see what happens and see where that line moves. It could go up. By the hook, man. By the hook. By the hook. Right now it's at three, but by the hook. By By the the hook. hook. We got one more to go, Feeds, and then you can go off to doing whatever it is you do on your kid's day off from school. Oh, man. Hanging out with them. Played a little chess this morning. Oh, boy. I got to get on the board with that kid. He's he's shooting some hoops now. He's, you know. Well, your kids are athletes. They're jocks. They, they get it going. I'm just. I'm sure by the time I get downstairs, though, they'll, they'll somehow be on their computers, which is always the uh, ultimate parent battle in this day and age. Children. Okay, so we'll bang this one out quick, so you can go back to daddy duty. No, 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 
problem. We're good. We are good. This is an interesting game, let me tell you. The Los Angeles Rams, Green Bay Packers. Packers are a plus one underdog at home, and the total is 47 points. And Aaron Rodgers has COVID toe. Yeah, this one. Th- th- doesn't this one scream out um, the, the whole world's going to play the Rams? And it just screams uh, sucker. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, I, it, the more I keep looking at this game, the more I keep going. This game just screams sucker. It does. I, I can't I can't figure it out. I mean, listen, the Rams have lost two in a row. They're a one-point favorite at Green Bay, who, yes, they lost you know, to Minnesota at the end of the game. There's been a lot of controversy with Aaron Rodgers, but this isn't this doesn't this just seem like one of these games where Aaron Rodgers is is sticking it to you? And that's what's going to happen today or and, on Sunday. And, he, and, and he's just going to go off and stick it to everybody that thought for sure the Rams are going to beat him. He 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 sits back. Is it, and is he, it, doesn't that doesn't that it, doesn't it smell like that right now? This game. It smells like it big time. Yeah, I mean it's screaming for you to say, "Oh, the Rams are an easy pick here." Not, uh, a uh, lot of green, a lot of problems in Green Bay. The, you know, uh, the you offense know, isn't Rogers rolling is the way it the should. The offense isn't doing anything. He's got this COVID toe. He's not right. He, you know, this is the week they go in and beat him. The Rams are coming off two losses. They're going to be, you know, Hungry. whatever. And I mean, I don't know. It just smells to me that it's going to be a Green Bay. <laughs> Green Bay's going to put up some points. I'm you know the Rams right haven't now. covered the spread in their last four games. I believe that. Well, they've lost two of them, so right outright. And you know he and, and right now uh, Stafford's uh, back to a, a few interceptions. He's thrown four interceptions in the last two games, he which has. have actually led to four touchdowns for the opposing team. The Odell Beckham Jr. factor. <laughs> Throw that in there, right? Got to. You know that one interception he threw, Odell Beckham just quit running. What else is new? What else is new? That was not a smart pickup, but whatever. They lost Robert Woods the same day. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't going to, you know, one of the things that no one seems to talk about, except Michael and I talk about it on the Monday show, is how good the Green Bay Packers' defense is. Defense has been playing phenomenal this year. They're phenomenal. I was say, people have not picked up on that. I mean, they, they played the Chiefs without um, – that was the game without Rodgers, if I'm not mistaken. And they, it was a 13-7 game. And if the kid uh, – what's his name? Love, I guess? That yeah, that was kid? him, yeah. If he could have done a, a smidgen of anything, they they win that game easy. I think real easy. Aaron Jones is questionable for this one. Yes, but Dylan's been filling in nicely. Yes. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't think that's as big a deal as, as you know, Aaron Rodgers not playing. So well, I think that's a bigger deal, Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, one of the, the thing I don't like is the way the Rams have been playing. They just haven't looked good. They haven't looked good in, like, the last five games. Yes, exactly. I mean, Cooper Cup is a ridiculous talent too. But other than him, and he's he's just kept it up all year. It's crazy. He's had a great career, you know, a very yes. under the radar career. Yes, but not any. He ain't under the radar now. He sure Ooh. ain't. And Stafford, Stafford, that was, Stafford. That was that was my best pickup in all all league fantasy for my son, Cooper Cup. 
Cooper Cup. Now that's a great pickup. It's ten and one because of Cooper Cup. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, that's it. We that's had it. Derek. We had Derek Henry too, but uh, that that the last few weeks has hurt us. That was between Cooper Cup and Derek Henry for a few weeks. I don't think they need. He needed another player to score a point the way they were scoring. Well, I'll tell you something. They've lost. The Rams have lost a lot of games against the spread. Yes. They're only four and six in their last ten games against the spread. And the teams they covered against were Chicago. Mm-hmm. They covered against Tampa Bay. That was a big one. But since then, they haven't done much. Well, since, yeah, I was going to say, since that Tampa Bay game, they've been uh, not very good. They got whooped by Arizona in Los Angeles. They snuck past Seattle. A ba- and a bad Seattle team at the time. So they they routed the New York Giants and since then haven't, lost, haven't won a game. Well, they beat Detroit by nine. Didn't cover. Didn't cover against Houston, although they won. They didn't cover against the Rams or the Tennessee Titans in a game they lost by 12. Mm-hmm. And they got blown out by San Francisco. Just routed. Yep. Killed them. On the road, too. I would think Green Bay is a much better team. And this is going to be some interesting weather up there, too. I think it's actually going to be okay, they said. It's not going to, it's going to be on the borderline of cold, but it's not snowing. So, Well, that's good. because Which, uh, they, which the total is what in this game? The total is 47 points. I got to tell you, I mean, that may be the play, too, in this game, is to play the over, uh, the total. Yeah, I think that might be the play. Although, I would prob- this is what I would probably lean towards right now. I would probably take the uh, Packers. Yes, I mean, I'll, I'm all over the Packers in this game. I guess This is just one of those Vegas games to me. It has nothing to do with anything else. You know, I told you I've got to wait. The first three games or two games we had on our slate, I went away from history and, and Vegas and what, you know, I think as a gambler there. Uh, this one, I'm saying this is the old, boy, here, here's the carrot, guys. Uh, play, play, the, play the Rams, play the Rams, and boom, this game's a blowout. And that's what I think is going to happen. I don't, think, I don't like to go against home teams with three points or less as dogs. Mm-hmm. Got to love the home dog. But, yeah, but whenever you know, this is really funny. About four years ago, I think it was, the Packers made it to the wild card game, mm-hmm. and they were five point underdogs. I can't remember who they were playing. I I rarely play parlays, but I did that day in Greece. Where I, I was still. Who was that? Greece. They were playing the Rams. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> only kidding. they could have been, but they were like four and a half or five and a half point dogs. I think Jimmy Graham was out that day, or whatever. And they stomped whoever they were playing, and I hit a five-team parlay. Uh, I was really excited about that. Paired it with a couple hoop games, and, and away we went. But I don't like to bet against legends, especially when they're underdogs, and especially and when especially they're... when there's a lot of nonsense going on. You know, this is the this is the time guys like him. You know, listen, legends and guys that are that good, they don't let the media and that crap bother them. Well, they don't. Not, nor do his teammates. You know, when they talk about Aaron Rodgers, they talk in glowing terms. Yeah. I don't think they give a rat's ass if he's got COVID toe or he's vaccinated yeah, or I, unvaccinated. I, I, I complete agreement, and that's why I think this is a this. Like I said, it's just, this is a you know the public idiots are gonna see uh, you know see it one way, and oh, you know, there's been so much nonsense, and he has to you know, ba 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 ba, and you know what. 
there hasn't really been that much nonsense. There hasn't been much in the locker room. There hasn't been, you know, the biggest thing. <laughs> if if I didn't know better, I'd say Aaron Rodgers set this whole thing up to show you, hey, great job picking this love kid because he's not going to hold my jock strap. Right, that could be. You know, you never know with him. I mean, doesn't it seem that way, too? <laughs> you know, he's eccentric enough to do that. Right, that's what cracks me up about it. And the way he answers questions and smiles at them, it's like, it's all a F you. Yep, exactly. I'm just here because I don't want to lose money by not being here. Exactly. But when he gets on the football field, big deal. He doesn't even care when he throws an interception. You look at him. He just smiles and walks off the field, and then he goes out and throws well, a and touchdown. That, and that's why he's great, because that's what you got to do in that, at that you know, position. Yep, that's exactly right. So I, I would say lean toward the Packers plus one, the money yeah. line. Take the Packers on the line if you're going to go. If you're going to spot them one, you might as well go one of those in-game parlays. Mm-hmm. Roll it with the money line and take it with the over. That's where we're leaning right now today. Great stuff today. Yeah, great stuff, Phil. Always Please. great stuff. Quarterbacks, we covered all that. We were good as gold. Don't forget, you can find Scott over at Brookwood Camps. And if you're so inclined and want to look into sending your child or possibly sending your child to a sleepaway camp, brookwoodcamps.com is the place for you. All right, don't forget PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp.com, your one-stop shop for all your sports betting needs. Find an account or sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. Cash with Flash Best Bets will have free picks every day. We also have premium packages available. Go check them out. Uh, Betting Baseball 101 and Betting Football 101 on the Kindle Black. Black Friday sale, $4.99 each, all the way up until New Year's Day. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. 